0: Now for today's quick shot of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Hello and welcome to this quick shot episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I'm your host, Maidman Bob, and joining me this episode are Maidman Maury. Good morning, Bob. Maidman Brent. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here today. And good old boy Justin. Hello, Bob. Uh, Today, we're going to be tasting some bourbons from the Amador Whiskey Company, and we want to thank Rainy Massad for the samples he was kind enough to share with us today. And today, we're going to be sampling the Amador Double Barrel Bourbon and the Amador Tenure Bourbon. This episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes is sponsored in part by the Fort Ordinal Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, visit us at ftlws.com. So why don't we have Maury give us a little bit of background about the Amador Whiskey Company and tell us about her first product. Thank
1: you, Bob. The Amador Whiskey Company is one of the spirits brands owned by the Trincero Family Estates. Trincero is a well-known name in the wine world. Originally starting out with one brand, Sutter Home in 1948, today oh, that they have tiny little thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Nobody's heard of Sutter Home. Oh god, no. They probably make what about 40 cases a year.
1: Yeah. Today <laughs> they have over 45 brands in their portfolio with Amador being their flagship brand in the whiskey category. Their first release was a hop-flavored whiskey that was produced with the assistance of the folks at Charbay Distillery, and today we are going to start out tasting their double barrel release. To make this expression, they acquired 280 barrels of bourbon from the Barton 1792 distillery in Bartstown, Kentucky. It's one of
0: my favorite distilleries. This Uh, bourbon
1: had a mash bill of 75% corn, 15% wheat, 5% rye, and 5% malted barley. So a four-grain whiskey mash. And it ranged from three to 10 years old. They shipped the bourbon to their facilities in Napa Valley, where they finished it for six months using Chardonnay barrels from Trincaro Family's Napa Cellars Winery. It is bottled at 43.4% ABV. So this uh, first expression uh, is the double barrel, and it's got a lovely copper color to it. Uh, Got a really lot nice things going on in the nose. You definitely pick up some bourbon notes as well as some, some whiny notes. Uh, on the palate, it's winey Whiny. 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 <laughs> like whiny. Yeah, I'm whiny. On the palate, it's uh, smooth. It's got a lot of classic bourbon flavors, but it's definitely a bit sweet. Uh, I think most of us, having tried this and discussed it, have agreed that the wine tends to overpower the bourbon. <laughs> Sorry, you
2: it is interesting sorry. that
1: the wine overpowers the bourbon. Yes, um, again, it's a nice intro level bourbon. It's just not a real bourbon aficionado's bourbon.
2: Yeah, I mean, the way I take it on this is this is a this is made for wine lovers more than it's made for bourbon lovers. So I think that if you're like if you were a wine lover, you're going to like this more than if you're than if you're a bourbon lover.
1: Well, I, I see where you're going with that comment. Honestly, my friends, my wino friends would not drink this. They're winos. They don't drink bourbon. And right. This is this it's, is definitely too hot and spirited for somebody who's really a wine drinker. Yeah, but it's but, too is, sweet. Sorry.
2: Excuse me. It's, <laughs> I sneezed. <laughs> it, but it's very sweet. It's very sweet for the bourbon lovers, though. You know, it's got that. It's it's more of it's more wine it's, flavor. And maybe sweetness. it's in purgatory. It just doesn't appeal to anybody. No, it's kind of appeal to somebody. You know, it has to appeal to somebody. And I and I think that there is a place for this. There is a place that I just for my my take on it is I think they left it in the in the wine barrels too long. That the wine flavor overpowered the bourbon flavor. I don't disagree with
1: you. Yeah, as a bourbon drinker bourbon That's fanatic right. bourbon geek i would agree with you completely right. as a wine drinker you might not feel that way though i mean i'm not a bourbon savant like you
3: but well finishes you should, got half of that right you got the idiot part right <laughs> finishes should enhance the spirit it shouldn't be the primary note it shouldn't spirit. overtake the
2: spirit yeah this one this one overtakes so what do you think, but do you think if
3: the- if you had a bottle of 1792 and you said i really want this to taste like wine this is your whiskey
2: yeah, but who wants that's so that? profound? Yeah, right. I have to wrap I mean, my head around <laughs> that one more time. <laughs> you... Yeah,
1: well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
0: Bob, what are you thinking about this? Ah, they started out with a great base whiskey. I I love the whiskey. It comes out of Barton. It's it's one of my favorite well, distilleries.
2: The other, you know what really quick though they said three to ten years hmm. so you really
0: don't know the age of this one it's could oh, be no, anywhere it's a, between the three well, it's to a ten. no age statement right it's, no it's, age statement it's a blend of a bunch of different stuff so yeah um but it doesn't matter i mean i've had stuff from you know barton it's that young i've had stuff that's much older um the high west 21 rye came from there and that one i want to be buried with a bottle of um you know, there's, you know, they make, they make three years though. <laughs> yeah, you know, they make good whiskey. Yes. Um, so good. they start out with a good base and, you know, wine finishes are definitely hot right now. Um, I do think they, I think, I think they did definitely go a little bit past where I would. I see where they're trying to go, and it, and if they are trying to sort of cross over to the wine crowd, seeing as they you know they own forty five brands of wine, I certainly understand where they're going on this. It's sort of um, the ones that Dave Finney did, um, slaughterhouse, the slaughterhouse, and the other one. Um, <sighs> I can I can see the labels. It's yeah,
1: got a razor on it.
0: Yeah, straight edge, straight edge, same thing. They took some source whiskey and they aged it, and then used wine barrels and everything. Um, you know, same same concept. You know, they're they're out there. They're they're you know throwing darts at things for seeing what sticks and seeing where they go. So I I agree with the concept. I agree with the idea. Um, this particular one, I think they should have backed off about two months off of it. I think it took on a little bit too much chardonnay for me um i don't find it unpleasant or anything uh, but i definitely think that uh i think it's overpowering and it's like it's like you know wine finishes are very big in scotland and have been for decades um and i've had plenty of scotch that has benefited immensely from the wine finish whether it be a sherry butt or a port pipe or, or what have you but i've also had a lot of them that i felt personally overpowered and these are whiskeys that are very popular that sell you know, tens and hundreds of thousands of cases on an annual basis. So, obviously, opinions vary. Um, I, it's a little bit much for me. Well, but yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, if I compare this to the 1792 Port Finish, for example, uh, it's completely different. This one's way more overpowering mm. than, yeah. than that, you know? So, I mean, they what they've done is they, they've they taken it, and they've put it in theirs, and they finished it, and it's a much, much... A more pleasant yeah. finish for me than the,
0: than this and one. see, is. that's that's a good see. There, that's a good example because you got the 1792 port, and I know people that have compared that to something, say, like Angels Envy. And some people feel one went too far one went too than far. the other. And the, yeah, and I like them both. I, I thought they were both very well done, but you absolutely can tell one went a little further than the other. Yeah, but they're both. Yeah. But but, but they both, both have the bourbon notes yeah. to them, yeah. which yeah. is a big thing. Yeah. This this well, this is
1: definitely a bourbon. You wouldn't yeah. mistake this. For yeah, you're never gonna going so mistake wine.
0: this. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You're not gonna mistake this for a glass of wine.
2: No, no, no. Oh gosh, no, no, not at all, not at all. I just think they went. I just think it went too far okay that's fair yeah. and I don't
1: disagree with you I'm just simply saying that I I don't see a wine drinker who doesn't drink hard liquor drinking this yeah. it's not a glass of wine
0: no it's not it's not I mean that being said I like it you know I think I think it's well made it's a little sweet for me um but it's certainly inoffensive I you know I, I find absolutely no flaws in it um it's just a little sweet for my palate you know I perfectly fine with it if you pull this out and this is what you've got in the house and you offer it to me i'm certainly not going to go no <laughs> you know, yeah. sure no problem
2: i really think of this as as more of for like a dessert this would be a, you know that's a, that's what i was thinking right. this
0: would be like really fruit. excellent for dessert and, yes and i the one thing i was thinking when i was smelling this i'd love to try and cook with this because i think you could do mm. some really amazing oh. stuff with
2: this uh, yeah i think i think that would work as well that would this would make a, you know what this plate. would be good in like
0: a uh bread a bourbon pudding. bread pudding Oh yeah, yeah. I think that would be where it would really, it would really kick off. Yeah, it, would, the extra shine. Sweetness it would, would shine really for something go like it. that in cooking, for sure. Yeah, and that's. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's their niche. I don't know, but uh, you know, pretty good stuff.
3: You know, does yeah. anybody come out with cooking bourbon?
0: There's well, quite a few, you know, like uh, the William Wolf. You know, some of the flavored bourbons I've used in cooking. Uh, I've used that particular one. I've used in. Um, and making bread pudding and and some other things. I think that was the frisky whiskey you were using. No, no. <laughs> a little frisky, and uh, you know that came out you know came out great. You know I've used mm. regular whiskeys and I've used flavored whiskeys, and some sometimes you know certain whiskeys that either are wine finished or flavored you know work better in a dish. So what's but. our what's our rating on this one? Our rating on this one's going to be a two, and we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and welcome to this quick shot episode of Sip, Sets, and Smokes. We're talking about some whiskeys from the Amador Whiskey Company. And let's have Justin tell us a little bit about
3: our next one. Thank you, Bob. This expression is the latest release from the Amador Whiskey Company. And like the previous one, they started with bourbon that was sourced from the Barton 1792 Distillery in Bardstown, Kentucky. The main difference being that this expression only uses barrels that were 10 years old old or older before the barrels were emptied and then they finished it for six months and used Chardonnay barrels from the Napa Cellars Winery. This release is bottled at 50% alcohol by volume or 100 proof and is a limited release of only 10 barrels. I found this one pretty similar to the first one. Um, You could detect the age smooths it out a little bit and lengthens the finish slightly. Brent, what did you think? Oh, I, I definitely, I love I love this one a lot
2: more. I mean, I, I, you know, as much as I loved it a lot more, it was way too similar, you know, because you don't know how many, you don't know how, you know, this, you know, this one is over 10 years, at least 10 years old, and and you can taste that and it might just be because it's the you know it's a little bit higher proof the other one was 86.8 and this one's 100 so it might just be that that small difference in the proof that it's making a little bit of a difference but overall it, the sweetness overpowers it for me again um, you know again you can tell it is a bourbon it's got the it's got nice notes to it and stuff and i don't it doesn't appeal to me as a bourbon drinker but, you know, that dessert, again, that dessert bourbon, you know, something with dessert or cooking, like we said in, in the first one. Um, this one, you know, I enjoyed a little bit more, but uh, it's just still too sweet for me. And, Maury? It's- well,
1: I actually didn't find it as sweet as the first one. I really found it to be a little hotter, and I'm not sure that the higher proof did it any 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 service in terms of improvement i just found it to be a little hot on the palate. um i agree that it's very similar in characteristics to the first one uh it's definitely a little bit on the sweet side but i I felt for me this expression was as i said the the heat Yeah Yeah, when i'm trying
2: them right now side by side is a little it's less sweet than the than the first one you know side by side really quick
1: but yes, it's got. It's definitely got um, wine. I'm a wine drinker as well as a bourbon drinker, and I felt that the wine definitely dominated um, the palate. So I think for somebody who likes both, you know, m- maybe it's maybe it's a good expression. I have a hard time figuring out who they're playing, what audience they're playing to, yeah. because I think that it's uh, they're trying to uh, appease too many people, and it, and in fact, they're falling short on all sides.
2: Yeah, I th- I think that you know just just. Just like I said, I think the the seventeen ninety two already had a port finish, and and that appeased to some people. But this one went too sweet. So well, that yeah.
0: that Sazerac made that. That's yeah, that.
2: yeah, and yeah. So I understand yeah. that, you know, but um, you know, but it's
0: you know, it's it is. What do you think on that? What do you what are your thoughts on this one, Bob? Uh, you can definitely tell that it's an older base whiskey. I mean, the color on it is, is definitely darker. You can definitely taste, uh, you know, the, the bourbon notes that are there are definitely deeper, um, you know, much more pronounced and, you know, you can tell that it's an older whiskey. Um, but again, it's, you know, the, the barrel finish on it, it was a little bit more for me than, than I would have liked to have seen. Again, other palettes would probably differ and you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that would absolutely love it. Right. It's just uh for me I'd like to see them back it off, you know, another two months two, or so. Right,
2: exactly. I was saying four months. If yeah. you backed it off to, you know, four months and see how it was. Yeah, because I can see where this
0: is going and I can yeah. see where this would be really good. It's just it's just barely over that line for me.
1: But see, I don't like I said, I don't know who they're playing to. I don't I agree with saying. Well, I'm not you've gonna said.
0: worry I'm not gonna judge I'm I'm not in marketing. I don't care. I, I, I yeah. care about what's in the glass. And again, if, this was, if, they dial, if the sweetness was dialed back just a bit, I, I think it would be really, really nice. You know, I'd, I'd like it. But I just don't you see know?
1: my wine friends drinking this. And yeah, I don't I've, I've my met your wine friends. as so snobs no, I mean, ain't it drinking might be, anything.
2: You know, on. they might be looking at it as a cocktail whiskey as well. You know, yeah. where you're looking at something instead of cutting back on the sugar of a sweetness thing, you're using this and cutting back on the sugar, uh, you know, for maybe like an old fashioned or something like that. And
1: I personally prefer a little bit of a spicier uh, bourbon and right. old fashioned yeah. rather than something sweet because it tends right. to get lost. Right,
2: right. I, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot of people that like their mixed drinks. They like them sweet, and this might be one of those things that that enhances that for them. And I don't know because I don't really drink
0: a lot of mixed drinks. No, he just I'm drinks just, it out of the bottle. What well, mixes when he wait, walks I, in, in and fairness, shakes the bottle?
2: In fairness, I do put a brown bag around the bottle. That's only it's classy. Because,
0: that's right. only because
3: the guy at 7-Eleven makes you do it. <laughs> yes, you know, <laughs> you know right.
0: that's that's that's
3: different. But
0: what do you think, Justin?
3: I think that um, the port finish, port's also sweet, just like um, seventeen ninety two. So it's kind of a complementary flavor combination. The Chardonnay. From what I remember is more of a contrasting flavor, so um, I think that there was definitely more heat in the second expression than the first one, but they they still need to dial back the aging in the Chardonnay barrels.
0: Yeah, it's 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 again I I like it, but it's just it's a it's a touch on the sweet side for me. So it's uh you know I. I'm excited to see what else they're going to come out with because let's face it, it's not like they have a shortage of wine barrels oh, that they have access I can to. can see this. right? right. They only. They, you look at their the sales portfolio and there's an entire page filled with nothing but logos. So right. they only did ten barrels with yeah. this at the uh, at the,
2: uh, the hundred proof, and so that's that's really nothing. You know, in, in yeah. the size of barrels. I mean, they the could they, you know they
0: could take this and, and turn into you know the wine finish kings of California. Sure. Uh, chardonnays pinos you know, who knows where they could go with it oh so, for sure
2: there's a lot of things they can do and there, there are, are
0: several out there yeah. a lot of people are doing it they're not new at no no this. no
2: gosh no no i mean that's
0: yeah. but those guys uh, have to go buy barrels from somebody these guys don't have to buy a barrel from anybody they got warehouses full of them so
2: yeah. well being in the wine business and i'm sure they have connections in the bourbon business it makes it a little bit easier than some of these craft distilleries that are trying to get barrels yeah
0: yeah and that's and that's and that's a problem You know, I mean, there's if you are in the whiskey business and you are trying to do wine finishes, finding quality barrels to use to do the finishing is a huge, huge undertaking. I mean, there are there are scotch houses out there that actually own sherry bodegas because it's the only way they can guarantee their supply. And the cost of those barrels, I mean, honestly, as much as it costs to buy, a used sherry butt. You, Sherry should be free. I mean, they're basically subsidizing it. <laughs> you should be able to go to Spain and, you know, you should be able to buy a crate of it for about a $1.75 because, uh, I mean, it's free. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I can see where they're going. And they're very new. I mean, this is like their third, I think, attempt. And uh, you know, they're not that far off the mark. I don't think. I think they're doing a good job. No,
2: I don't think they're very far off. I just and think I think they can. I, I think, think they, they can take this and go with it. Yeah, I think they almost passed the mark a little bit for me, yeah. for myself personally. You yeah. know, but
0: well, our well, sips rating we? from the Amador Whiskey Company Ten Year is going to be two sips. So uh, you know, they're yeah. they're definitely doing a good job. Well, that's all the time we have today. This has been a quick shot episode discussing these products from the Amador Distillery. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Reminded you can catch more of the episodes online, including our regular weekly show that comes out every Friday. So thanks for listening. And for Sips, Us, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob reminding you that life is too short to drink bad whiskey.